Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balance One Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger. And today it is Atticus's first birthday, my son. I cannot believe I have a one-year-old. I am dancing with glee. He was born on 12-21-21, which is forever going to be my claim to fame because I manifested that. My lucky number being 201. So any day of the year that has twos, zeros, and ones in it, I'm all about. And if you've followed me for a while, then you probably know that. And if you're new here, welcome, because we talk about angel numbers right and left. And if this is new to you, I'll teach you all about it. Don't worry. Happy almost Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays to everyone listening. I'm so excited about today's episode. My dear friend, Safat Haider, is on the show. You probably know her. She's the founder of Array, the celebrity-obsessed bloat capsules, and they have so many other products now, Calm and Sleep, and I've been on brand trips with them, and they're amazing. And she's also just a dear friend. We talk all the time. I did her astrology chart, her birth chart on her show. You can go listen to it. It came out yesterday. Her show is called the Dream Bigger Podcast. And I couldn't have Savat on this show and not have her talk about her entrepreneurial journey. She grew array so quickly. She is a co-founder with her husband. They work incredibly well together. So we talk about that. And beyond that, because I have had Safat on the show to talk about Array and being a founder and entrepreneurship in the past, I also wanted to talk to her about newness in her life. She had a brain injury last year. She fell off of a scooter and had a very serious and scary brain injury. So we talked about what that was like and her healing process. We also talked about healing from a breast reduction, why she chose to get a breast reduction. And I'm so happy that we talked about that here because it is a procedure that doesn't get enough publicity or airtime. Like nobody talks about it. I think a lot of people have had breast reductions and haven't been public about it. So I'm very happy to have talked to Sifat about this. We also talk about astrology, of course. And this was really just a girl chat episode. I thought it was the perfect conversation to release around the holidays because if you're home and just looking for a little entertainment and girl talk, you're going to feel like you're just sitting in the room with us. My favorite kind of episode. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Without further ado, we will hop into the episode and also check out TBB merch. If you haven't yet, you can order it and wear it in the new year. I'm literally wearing it as we speak. Okay. Love you guys. Let's get into it.
the thought. We're just going to keep chatting. We've yes. been chatting on your podcast for an hour. It's and so fun. This is my dream day to just talk to you about Ours. all the things that we love. All of the things. So much has happened since the last time that you came on the show. Oh, my God. A little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when I told you that I was pregnant and you had so much going on with Array. So tell us just a little update about what's been going on in the life of Sifat. So Array, I was telling you right before we started that like when you have a startup, it's like every year is so different. And even like month over month, you see these like huge shifts. So I feel like in the last year and a half, like it's just been massive growth for the company, you know, and like also I think. Nish and I becoming more comfortable as founders and like trusting ourselves a little bit more as well and like being okay with dealing with things that come up and come our way. I was doing a course and it was on like manifestation and stuff. And it was like, time doesn't exist, but it's energy, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we think of our energy and it's like, say this is where I am today, but that's where I want to go in order to get there and get there quicker, you need to embody that version Mm -hmm. of who you are almost. And I feel like that's what's been happening with the business. So like, for example, like the hyper growth that we've been experiencing, we've had to like change the way that we do things, you know, like hire for people. You can't have the same like same roles, like the same three people and build a business that's like 10 times larger. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes total sense. So yeah, it's been a lot of kind of growing and growing into who we are, who we're trying to be at, at Array. It's been really fun to have the podcast and, you know, have that kind of also be a thing. It's like, I love it more and more every day, which has been so fun as well. So that's the best way to live. And you guys have moved to LA since mm-hmm. the last time that you were on the podcast, yes. which I personally love because it's amazing to have you here. I remember when we were chatting on your podcast, I was telling you, I was like, I was only in LA for 10 days at that time. I was visiting for some work stuff. And I remember I was like, Jordan, I love it here so much. There's something about it, which I don't know, energetically, it just feels really good. And you're like, I don't know. I feel like I see you here. And then I left. And then I remember texting you being like, I'm coming back. Like, I feel like I belong here. Yes, you were meant to be here. And I felt that at that time because you guys were thinking about moving to New York. Yes, exactly. I love New York. I just had visions of you here. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. And I think for everything that you're building in wellness, it makes sense. This yes. is such a hub. Oh my God, such a hub. And I remember going to what was your first event for Array in the winter, mm-hmm. the dinner that mm-hmm. you guys did in the Palisades. And then I went to your amazing Santa Barbara event, which was like a weekend getaway. Yeah. And I have to say, you guys, you are becoming more and more comfortable as founders. Thank you. And you always were. But I've seen the evolution of you guys and the brand and the huge names that you now work with. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said for the manifestation component that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So how did you, for all of the new founders and people who want to start companies, how did you start thinking bigger in that way? I mean, there's a couple of different or like a few different ways that I can answer this. So number one is I think realizing from like a very tactical standpoint what you need, for example, when you're building a company going from zero to one million dollars, that's like a very different company than the one that is at 10 million. And that's different from 50 and that's different from 100. You know what I mean? So these are all different stages. And like I've spoken to friends who are founders of 100 million dollar companies. And it's just the way you operate is different. 
what you need is different. How you need to show up is different. How you process things emotionally is different. So for example, something I've learned over time is that, you know, with business, when you start it, you are so attached emotionally to every single thing that happens. Okay. Like when someone says no, when something goes wrong, it's like you feel so personally affected by Mm -hmm. it. So something that I've had to learn as a founder, especially as the business grows, because big fallacy is that like it'll grow and my problems will go away. Like Mm -hmm. that's not true, you know? And I think that founders have to be very comfortable with things, things not, problems not going away. Yeah, It's like different kinds of problems will come and it's just about you learning to deal with it. And I think it's taught me to be more stoic. So Mm -hmm. now when shit hits the fan, and it does quite often because this is the life that I signed up for, I'm just not as phased by it Mm -hmm. because I realize that, Jordan, you know, like if I let this impact me emotionally, like I will be going from highs to lows every single day of my life, you know, and at a certain point, it was affecting how I was feeling on a daily basis, you Mm -hmm. know, because it was like these insane highs and then these insane lows, you know, and everything felt so personal. And over time, I've kind of had to like step into that kind of like founder of like a more mature company that like I'm not as phased by things. That makes so much sense. Otherwise, it is a bit of an emotional roller coaster. And that's something I can relate to as an empath and Mm. also as a business owner myself, if you're going to ride the highs and the lows like that, first of all, it's human nature. So it's like something that we need to learn to step out of. Mm -hmm. But also it's never going to bring joy. And if you want to be happy with what you're doing, then you got to step out of that. And so I think so many people, they build these incredible companies, but then they realize they're not really happy with their day-to-day life. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. You know what I'm going to say, AG1. I started taking AG1 because I'm a new mom. I was struggling with my energy. I wasn't sleeping very well. And I needed something that was going to give me a boost. I also really wanted an optimized immune system. Let's be real. There's so much going around right now. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. I take it every morning. I have it before my coffee because that is best for absorption. It is lifestyle-friendly, so whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, It is for you. It is TBB approved. It costs less than $3 a day. It's an investment in your health. They also have over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements just to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash blonde. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash blonde to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru. And you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. They think that people think that they're going to arrive at this destination, okay? And it's yeah. like destination good times. Okay? Yeah, exactly. And that's just not how things go in any, like no matter what your profession is, no matter what you're doing in life, right? And so it really is about enjoying the day-to-day. It's about enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. And like, even when you're going through a challenge, think of it as like almost like a puzzle that you're solving, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I've had to like change the way I've been thinking And I'm in a place now where I feel like I can deal with, you know, really like anything that goes wrong because at least I'm not rattled by it. Like, at least it's not keeping me up at night because back last year, this was like a few months after we podcasted together, I want to say, things were happening in the business, which were just like regular day-to-day shit. And I remember it keeping me up at night. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is so unhealthy. Like, this is not okay. Yes, absolutely. And I remember when we'd go through a really busy period, it would be like everything, including my sanity and my physical health would come after the business. And I realized that like, you know, we're talking about making these energetic shifts to whatever set point you want to be at. And I realized that when I'm looking at people I really admire, are they doing this? Are they Mm -hmm. neglecting themselves entirely for months or like a year. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's something that I try to do is to look at the people who I admire most. And when I'm sitting there fretting about like a negative comment on Instagram or something as trivial as that, I think about the people that I admire most in this industry and beyond. Mm -hmm. And I think, are they spending their time doing that? No, (laughs) they don't have time for that shit. So when you're building something as big as you are, that's something so important to keep in mind. And it's hard. I mean, that's why we have the practices that we do. Yes. And when we just did your podcast, we did your chart. Mm-hmm. We did your birth chart. So anyone listening who wants to know deep dive on Safat's birth chart, that's over there. And you have a lot of really wise tips for people because you do have a lot of Virgo. You have a lot of Capricorn. You have a lot of this work-oriented energy. Mm-hmm. And you also have a lot of seventh house placements, which yeah. is why you work amazing with your husband. So I'm just so happy that we're here talking about business tips. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. And I feel like new business owners are down on themselves a lot. And I just think that it's all just like a part of your journey, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and don't let it like phase you so much. Yes. So what's been the hardest part of having a company? Because I imagine from the outside looking in, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, but I don't have a product. Mm -hmm. So I've never like raised capital. I've never Mm -hmm. been in meetings of that kind. Like I imagine that would be hard, but I want to know what's been the hardest for you. Yes, that is hard when you're going through it for the first time and you don't know anything. And I think what makes it harder when you're raising capital is if you are doing it completely in isolation. Okay. So what makes that process easier for anyone who's wanting to ever raise capital. Find yourself people in your network who have gone through it, who will always bring perspective, right? So now I have friends, like incredible friends who are like a lot of them are entrepreneurs. And so we 
voice note each other or we'll like message each other being like, hey, like I'm feeling this way about like this, I don't know, like investor that I'm talking to or this person behaved this way. Like, is this normal or give me a gut check? Is this weird? Like literally every day Mm -hmm. I have like a group of girls who I'm really close to and will share all of these things that happen. And it really does help because when you're fundraising, it's like a very tiring process. Okay. It's like gut wrenching, especially if it's your first time. If you have a network around you of people that you can lean on, it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So I would say, yes, raising money for the first time was really, really tough, like super challenging, very emotionally draining because, you know, you're going into these conversations for the first time and you're literally having to prove yourself or something, you know, and it can take a toll and Mm -hmm. it can feel like that is the most important thing in your life. But I think if you have other people who've gone through it, it just gives you a lot more perspective. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, to know that you're not alone and to lean on other people. Yeah. And to also lean on your own intuition. Like Mm -hmm. you mentioned the gut check thing. Like your intuition knows at the end of the day if someone's being disrespectful and like that's not the type of business partnership you want to get into. Yeah, it's funny. Last year when like we raised for the first time and we passed on an investor, obviously not going to say who, Mm -hmm. but it was insane because we'd gone through this process with them for like months and months. Okay, we'd been talking back and forth with them and something within me and like Nish, like we kept talking about and we're like, oh, I don't think that they're the right fit. I'm not sure. I just didn't feel like 100 percent. And then they were also moving at a pace that wasn't working for us, whatever. So we closed our round with people we actually loved and didn't take their money. Okay, and so then I had my accent. Remember how I had my accent last year? Mm-hmm. So that was the day that we closed our round. Okay. So the day that we were supposed to go out and celebrate, I had an accident instead yes. and I was in the hospital. So the next day while I was in the hospital, Nish messaged these people and he was like, hey, we had to close our round. You guys were a little bit too slow, whatever. He obviously didn't say that we also like there was something weird within mm-hmm. our whatever. The one of the partners at the fund called Nish up and am I allowed to swear on this? Yes. Okay. He was like, fuck you. I can't fucking believe you did this. And yeah, can you imagine? And then he was saying things like, who can I call to fix this? And Nish is the (laughs) co-founder. He's like, what do you mean? Who can you call? And Nish is like the nicest person in the world. He's the sweetest person. And so he just kept apologizing. And this like 50 year old man with children was like just losing his mind. Oh my God. And like the more Nish would apologize, the angrier this man would get. And like I'd had brain injuries. So I was still like very foggy. And Mm -hmm. I remember Nish being like, Sif, like the craziest thing just happened. And I couldn't even process what was going on. I was like, they know your wife's in the hospital. Like what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, that is so inconsiderate, unprofessional. It was such a sign of what would have been to come with these people. So so you knew. talking Mm -hmm. intuition, right? Like, of course, I didn't know this, but I was like, Mm -hmm. there's something here which I'm just like not vibing with. So yes. And trusting your gut. (laughs) Trust your gut. And that's that feminine energy that we talked about that you have a lot of in your chart that we all can tap into. That's wild. I can't believe how disrespectful people can be.
Let's talk about Go Macro, my favorite plant-based protein bar. You probably know this if you've been following along for a while. In the face of adversity and a fight for survival against cancer, a mother and daughter took their love to the kitchen and Go Macro was born. Now they're spreading the power of a balanced plant-based lifestyle across the country with Go Macro. Available in 16 mouth-watering, full-sized, and five kids flavors, And they are also certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, and soy-free. They're packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and mind. If you have a food allergy or a dietary restriction, Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter plus chocolate, which has always been my top favorite. I also love that they make positive change towards a better planet. Go Macro has partnered with TerraCycle to create a national recycling program for macro bar wrappers. Once collected, TerraCycle processes the wrappers back into raw material that can be used to make items like park benches, playgrounds, and deck material. Join Go Macro as they help make a better future for our planet by going to TerraCycle.com and signing up for a free account. Get your hands on a delicious plant-based protein bar by going to GoMacro.com and using the promo code BALANCED for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. That is gomacro.com promo code BALANCED for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. Enjoy. Guys, I am so excited to be working with Base. If you have ever trusted my recommendations ever, I would say Base is like my top recommendation of the moment. And I do not say that lightly. If you've ever wished that your luggage didn't scream, I'm on a business trip, it doesn't have to. With Base, you can get chic, affordable travel bags and accessories that look good and are packed with function. I am obsessed with my pink weekender bag. I've been using it for everything. For travel, I've also used it for all of Atticus's stuff. If you're a mom, this is the go-to. If you're not a mom, they also have tons of other products. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell. She's my fave to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. They've thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. They have 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, like I said, the Weekender bag is super functional, even has a place to store your shoes separately. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash blonde. Go to basetravel.com slash blonde for 15% off your first purchase. That is B-E-I-S travel.com slash blonde. Enjoy. You mentioned your accident. That's something I would love to talk about Mm -hmm. here. You had a really scary accident happen last year and brain injuries are Mm -hmm. no joke to heal from. So what happened? So I fell off a bird scooter and it sounds very trivial because you're like a scooter, but it's like actually like they go really fast. Yeah, no, it's so serious. Yeah. So I was riding one for the first time. And for people who don't know, I haven't yet gotten my license. So Mm -hmm. I've not had familiarity dealing with a lot of vehicles. Mm -hmm. But I was like, this is a scooter, you know, it's harmless. I've ridden it when I was a child, whatever, how tough can it be? And so I was going and I was really loving it. And I had no helmet like an idiot because they don't make you wear a helmet here. 
And then all of a sudden, I think Nish was like, Sif, you're coming upon like a stop sign, so stop. And I think like I just reacted too quickly. So I didn't use the brake. And instead I used my foot and I flew right off of it. And I woke up in the hospital. I was unconscious. So Nish and my brother were there and they called 911. Obviously, the ambulance came, got me, took me to Cedar sinai They were really wonderful, thank God. But it was really scary because I was in the hospital in like the emergency. Mm-hmm. It was like on a stretcher, mm-hmm. just going into MRI scans, CT scans to make sure I was okay. And then they put me in one of those overnight rooms. I was there for two nights. It was not glamorous at all. It was horrible. Yes. And then I was just there and so sleep deprived being having like psych tests done on me, like where this woman is like, okay, what shapes did I just say? And I'm like, I'm tired. Like that's probably not helping the brain injuries. So it was such an insane experience, Jordan, but somehow my brain injuries were minor. So I had an oracle bone fracture, which is like right here. So see when I smile, I have yeah, that dimple. I do That's that. new. Yeah. Wow. And then I have like a cut there. My eye was also hurt, but everything was considered minor, which I cannot even like, it's just, it's so crazy that it was so serious. And like, I felt so horrible afterwards. And obviously healing from even minor brain injuries is the craziest thing someone can go through. Like I I can't even explain it. I felt like I couldn't do anything. The first time I showered, I like almost passed out in the shower. It was crazy. Oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah. I remember when that happened to you and I saw how banged up your face was on Instagram and it was terrifying. Yeah. And I honestly, I've always felt talking about intuition Mm -hmm. to never get on one of those scooters because I'm not coordinated in those types of ways. Yes, same. Never been good at riding a bike. Not my thing. Scooters, same same thing. And when I was in the hospital recovering from a different surgery many years ago, they were telling Jonathan that they had 10 people in the ER because of the bird scooters. Yes, it's a whole thing. So yes. like, that's what they were saying to me as well. They're like, oh, your case is one of the better ones that we've seen. And I'm like, what do you mean? And the, the doctor who was seeing me, he was amazing. And he was like, I just saw this one girl. He was like a facial surgeon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she broke all her front teeth and <sighs> fractured her jaw from two different places from oh a bird scooter. God. And then he was like, and she was like 22. Yes. And then like she, some one of the nurses was like, yeah, we just saw someone, they broke their spine. I'm like, this is crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah. It gives me chills. So what did you do? What did you take to help heal the brain? Did you take like supplements or did you just rest a lot? Honestly, Jordan, it was a lot of resting, a lot of omega-3s as well, mm-hmm. high EPAs and all of that, because that was, it really impacted my mood. Yeah, because I'm someone I like to be doing things. I like to be active. I like to work. And I felt like everything was gone. When I say it impacted my mood, it's funny because anytime a crisis happens, I'm pretty good at dealing with it. I'm not like, why me? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, oh, this was a learning moment. I'm supposed to learn from this. It happened to me because I can take it. That's always my attitude. But when you're healing from a brain injury, it's a very confusing thing, right? Because you have this insane amount of brain fog and you can't explain it. It's an invisible injury, Mm -hmm. right? So you're like, I'm feeling so tired all of a sudden. Is this normal? And asking yourself that over and over again, you know? And so it was really learning to be okay with taking time off Mm -hmm. and having a lot of trust in Nish, who's like my husband, my amazing co-founder and like, realizing that my team has this, Mm -hmm. Nish has this, and 
it's okay if I need to take time off in order to start functioning like a regular human being at all. So it was like a trust exercise at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow. That is definitely looking at it from the positive side because I know how hard that is to have some kind of invisible thing going on yeah. with you. The invisible illness life, I get very deeply. I mean, this is your entire life. It is my you entire know? life. So. But brain injuries are extra scary. And I'm thinking from an astrology perspective, your Taurus moon yeah. in the 11th house actually got a lot of healing during this happening because you had to step back and you mm -hmm. had to step back from all of this Leo and Capricorn in your chart, which is work, 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 yeah. social, social, social. And you had to take care of yourself and trust in others and know that everything's going to be okay. But I mean, you shouldn't have had to have a brain injury to learn that. You know, it's interesting that so many of my big learning moments in terms of how to trust other people, how to trust the universe, dipping more into spirituality have happened because of pretty profound moments around malhealth. So I mean, Array the catalyst was that I had a bad immune system. I remember in college, I got meningitis. And that was another thing because I was close to death. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. I just knew. And like with this accident, it was such a switch that happened, Jordan, because that's when, you know, I was saying earlier that like, you almost have to have a little bit more of a stoic attitude. Mm -hmm. And that's when I had that realization where I was like, I am worrying about shit that at the end of the day does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. You know? Yes. And so I think going through something like that, it just gives you such perspective. And after that, I was like, I am never going to neglect taking care of myself for my business or for anything else, quite mm -hmm. frankly, you know, like, of course, everyone has an off day, but I'm going to give myself what I need. I'm not going to neglect taking care of my mental health by neglecting my journaling practice mm -hmm. or my meditation practice or whatever practice it is that I need. I'm not going to neglect my body and my mental health by like neglecting movement, which is so important to me, you know, and so it was such a wake up call that like my priorities were like all wrong. I didn't like it was sometimes like you need to be jolted out of your everyday life to kind of realize what really matters. You know, you do. I totally agree. And there is nothing that'll do that more intensely than a near death experience or these trivial things, these little work issues that pop up or friend issues that pop up. Who cares at the end of the day? Like the people that we love, as long as they're healthy, that's all that matters. Yeah, it gives you a lot of perspective. Mm -hmm. I think that darker moments in life, they're there. Like, I mean, we were talking about this on my podcast, but you're so right, you know? Like, that's when you have to drive in the light. That's when you have to learn mm -hmm. from it. That's when there's a lesson there that you were meant to learn. You know yes. what I mean? And it's not like, why did it happen to me? I've never subscribed to that, you know? Same, because there are no coincidences in this life. And we do have free will. So when accidents happen, like, yeah, maybe they wouldn't have happened if you were not at that stoplight at that same time. But- Things are written in the stars as well. And like, it's crazy. I had this crazy astrology reading about a month ago mm -hmm. where I found out that in my chart, mm -hmm. read by an intuitive astrologer, mm -hmm. I was supposed to die when I was 29. And again, what kind of information will shoot you into like, oh my God, this puts everything into perspective. Because now I know I overcame something like that, which I did have a near-death experience. And now you've had one too. At so you 29. understand. Mm-hmm. No. And you way. were 29 too, weren't you? I last 
Lost or you were 30. No, I was 29. Yeah, you were 29. Oh, oh my God, that's so crazy. That's wild. And that's right in the middle of our Saturn return. So astrologically, that's when really big things happen. Your Saturn is in Aquarius. And so your Saturn was trying to get you to be a little bit more like independent and forward thinking, which is Aquarius, a little airy, a little out of your usual routine. And again, like I'm definitely not saying that big accidents have to happen in order for us to learn things, but the story of our lives is wild and it is written in the stars. Mm -hmm. And I believe we talked a little bit about this. Time doesn't exist. So everything that we go through has already happened. That's how I see it. So you can either take the positive from it or not. Yes. It's, It's all happened. It's already happening. We can't change the things that have happened to us. So we might as well learn and grow. Yeah, it's it's like a trust muscle that like mm-hmm. it's happening for a reason and that there's something for us to learn from mm-hmm. whatever is happening, right? And when I say the trust piece, it's like whether you believe in God, universe, whatever it is, it's like if I'm like a child of the universe or God or whatever, I'm going to be taken care of at the end of the day, okay? It doesn't matter if like I get a little bit hurt. It's like a kid, like right, like a baby, like mm-hmm. they scratch their knee while playing soccer with their friends. Like, yeah, it hurts at that point and it really sucks. But I don't know, like you learn something from it as like a child, you know what I mean? And like you learn to kind of like be a human and like how to operate in a like in a world and learn that, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to do that or maybe I shouldn't run so fast or whatever it is. So that's kind of how I see the universe and God as well in that sense where I'm like, it's fine. Shit will go wrong. That's life. But it's like I'm a child at the end of the day and I'm going to be taken care of. I love that. That's such an amazing way to look at the universe. And I do believe that we're all children of the universe, children Mm -hmm. of God, however it is that people want to describe. Mm -hmm. We are taken care of. And I have this whole separate belief from that, which means then that these tragedies, these really scary things that happen to us, it's not the end of our story. Like our souls are eternal. So I love that outlook because it is really positive. The things that are hard, and of course, you didn't want to have to heal from a brain injury, Mm -hmm. but it's part of your story. And so to take the good from it, it's the best thing that we can do. And And it's you were taken care of. Yeah. And it's made me so much stronger, Jordan. I don't feel bad. Like I look back on it and I don't feel bad that it happened to me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, like I had to go through that. It's made me so much stronger. It's given me so much perspective. And like every single like big challenge that I've had, I was meant to go through those things to be who I am today. And I'm very happy with who I am today. And hopefully I'll continue to be a stronger, more evolved person. And that happens through all of these learning lessons. It does. I love that so much. I know it's so true. Yeah. The things that we go through that are hard, they can be the catalyst into the best things in our life. Yes. I'm so excited to talk to you about Open. I have been such a fan of Open. Ever since we worked together about a year ago and I hosted a meditation on their platform, they are a mindfulness app. They have meditation practices, movement, breath work, music that enhances the breath work classes is second to none. And they have incredible instructors. I mean, they're all really talented and I'm very picky about this stuff. You guys know I used to be a yoga teacher and I am picky. Let's just put it that way. They're so good at what they do. I love all things open. They are doing a New Year's challenge and you guys can join me. So you will get free unlimited digital access to open from January 1st to the 31st. How cool is that? I mean, that is like 
so amazing. What an amazing offer. You will complete 31 practices in 31 days, any digital class and or in real life. When you complete the challenge, you get entered to win an open in-person retreat. Join me for the New Year's challenge. It's totally free for the month of January at withopen.com slash balanced. The link will be in the show notes. So I'm really a fan of open. I particularly love their meditation classes because I just can't get enough meditation in my life. I love the music that they add to the classes. It really adds to the peace and just the overall vibe, which is important because if you're going to take the time to meditate, you want to feel changed when you walk away from it. So I'm really excited about this challenge. I want you guys to do it with me. People have said it has re-sparked their joy for meditation. You can join me for free at withopen.com slash balanced link in the show notes. Join me for the new year's challenge. It's totally free for the month of January. Go to www.withopen.com slash balanced. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Let's talk about therapy, something that I am so passionate about. I have been in and out of therapy since I was a child, and it has always given me so much. It's just amazing to have someone to talk to when you're struggling with your mental health or anxiety or a big decision in your life and someone who is unbiased. So I love BetterHelp because... Unfortunately, navigating the challenges of life can make you feel really unsure, and we don't all have that sounding board to talk to. But BetterHelp is an online platform that makes it so easy to connect with a therapist. And I think what holds a lot of us back from therapy is that we're worried that we're not going to find the right therapist. Something that I love about BetterHelp is that they match you with a therapist right away. And if things are not clicking with the therapist, then you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. You'll also take a questionnaire to match you with a therapist. And they are the world's largest therapy service. They are affordable, very much affordable, especially compared to in-person therapy. They've matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. It's a simple process. It's helping a lot of people. There are no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash balanced. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash balanced. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And I really hope it helps you. So a totally different subject, but something I've been dying to talk to you about. Yes. Breast reduction with Dr. Barrett. We love Dr. Barrett. We love him. Your boobs look amazing. Thank you. Tell (laughs) us. I mean, this outfit is everything. (laughs) And tell us everything. Jordan, like after getting my breast reduction, I have been wearing all the clothes I've never been able to wear. I know. Isn't that fun? I mean, it's the best. I can only imagine no, and I, you know, I want to get a breast reduction yes. and I plan to with Dr. Barrett when I'm done having kids. Incredible. So I just want to know so all the deets. he's, first of all, amazing. And I was so well taken care of. And it's so funny because I was looking, this is the first summer because I, I got my breast reduction in April, I think it was, right? So this was the first summer that like I've had a, like a boob size that I can mm-hmm. wear like normal human clothes. In, and I was like, Every summer before now, I would have to wear like blazers and long sleeve. Every summer. That sounds awful. It was just sweat. Yeah. You know, so sweaty. It's so horrible. So hot. So uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. So yeah, I got breast reduction in April. I can't believe I waited as long as I did, to be honest. Like now going through it, I'm like, why didn't I do it sooner? And I think it's because there was like 
like I didn't know what to expect because we see so many people getting like implants, for example, mm-hmm. or like various procedures like Botox, whatever. And I remember like earlier on, I didn't know that Botox wasn't as big a deal. But it's because I've seen enough of that, that it doesn't intimidate me. You know what I mean? And with breast reduction, it was like, I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't seen anyone that I knew or anyone that I followed going through that. But best experience ever. Dr. Barrett is incredible. Like he just took such good care of me. He gave me the body that I feel like I was meant to be comfortable mm-hmm. in, you know? Absolutely. And it's like a really nice feeling. Like I feel more athletic. I'm able to wear more things. I just feel more like myself. Less back pain, like the back mm-hmm. pain, Jordan. The back pain is, back pain with big boobs is, people don't know, unless you've experienced it, it's very uncomfortable. It, like to say the least. Mm-hmm, to say the least. Like, it's so much pulling on the shoulders yeah, all the time. I'm telling you when you're done, mm-hmm. done having your kids, like go it, next appointment. You know I what I mean? Like, wait. I can't wait. I will. I know. I I had a meeting with Dr. Barry. I told you this yeah. for consultation because I thought I was going to do this before I had kids. And then he's like, well, when do you want to have kids? And mm. I was like, I mean, like six weeks from now, I want to get <laughs> pregnant. And he was like, OK, that close to having kids. He obviously said it's up to you. Yeah. But what I appreciated about him as a surgeon is that he really talked to me like person to person. He's like, look, obviously, I would like to be your surgeon. Mm-hmm. I would like to do this. This is my job. I, yeah. I, I would do this. But for you personally, getting pregnant so soon you want to have the chance to try to breastfeed your kids because you're about to have them. He kind of just gave me that option, which, by the way, you can still breastfeed. It just changes the percentage just a little bit. You know, it's I think like anyone who's deciding to go through any procedure, make sure that you love your doctor. Mm -hmm. okay? and like that was the thing that made me go with Dr. Barrett was that he just understood. Mm -hmm. He understood me. He understood my needs and he made me feel very valid. You know, I have had conversations with people and they're like, oh, I had a really bad surgery experience and I just didn't recover properly. And I was like, did you like your doctor? And they're like, well, no, not really. They didn't really give me much time of day. I'm like, what the hell do you mean? Yeah, no, that's so important. It's so important. Like, it's important that everything you ask for, you feel validated, that you feel taken care of. And I was really scared before I went into surgery, Jordan, like three days before that I was bawling and I was like, what if I hate what I'm doing? What if I hate my body? What if I don't feel like myself? What am I doing? And it was Mm -hmm. the wildest thing. And I was so well taken care of. I called the doctor's office and they talked me through it, you know, post-surgery, like the care that I had was absolutely incredible. Like everything from, you know, the emotional side, but also like the tactical things, like things you have to do for aftercare to ensure that you're minimizing scarring and Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're healing quickly. Like, they had Arnica shots there. They yeah, I had... love that. I mean, I remember seeing your stories. You were on a walk within days. And I was just like, this is so Sifat. This, <laughs> is, this is so a Virgo Capricorn of you, your Leo son, because it didn't take you down. You were on the move. I Yeah, I mean, my recovery, I'm very grateful that it was easy. And I think that we get intimidated. Like, I know that I was when I was going into it because I didn't know what to expect, but it was such a great process. And yeah, of course, you're like a little loopy for the first like, day mm-hmm. after that until like the anesthesia fully leaves your system. But I was like, fine. I never had to take like, like my the painkillers I took were like Tylenol. That's amazing. Yeah. I and mean, like CBD oil. That's what you it's can fine. hope for. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you're talking about it because people don't really talk about breast reductions. You see people getting implants all exactly. the time yeah. and talking about 
other types of plastic surgery, Mm -hmm. but people don't really talk about the breast reduction world. And so I'm obsessed that you detailed your process. It like was life changing. And I have like a highlight on my stories where it's like breast reduction. So it's like an encyclopedia of literally everything someone needs to know. That's what we need. Yeah, it was it was great. I was afraid that I was going to be knocked out of work for like weeks. Not the case. You oh, know, wow. I was back at work in like four days. That's incredible. Yeah, it was great. I love that. So I want to hear what your current spiritual practices are, because we were talking about on your podcast mm-hmm. how your daily routine is life to you. Mm-hmm. It's you're on top of it. Yeah. And that's because you've got a lot of Virgo going on in the third house, which is the house of daily life. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing what you're up to every day because you're so productive. Thank you. Um, and you get a lot done during every day. So tell us. So I have a morning routine I'm really particular about in terms of spirituality. We talked a little bit about this. I think journaling is the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. It mm-hmm. just helps me tap into everything. When I'm stuck on an issue where I wake up anxious and it does happen, I just sit there and I, I speak to my highest self. And it just so much comes through me. I don't know. I can't explain it. But like by the end of that session, I'm like done. Like I'm over the problem. You know what I mean? I can speak to myself in a way that makes sense. So I just find that in every sense, journaling is like my like I cannot miss that part of my day. It's really, really important. So every day I get up and I journal. I go out on my walks in the morning. I'll listen to like a podcast or an audiobook. I listen to yours with Danielle page. Yes. It was really yeah, good. It's amazing. It was really, really good. You guys have good energy. I think that's the one I listened to yesterday was really good. And then I typically work out. I've been on this like very big gym kind of obsession. I feel like it's I been... love that. I've seen that. You're like lifting weights. Yeah. You're doing it. I'm like really enjoying it. I started doing like a lot of research around the benefits around like longevity and stuff like that. Right. And it just It made me feel like, okay, I'm going to the gym and I know exactly what I'm doing, which I kind of needed a little bit of structure around Mm -hmm. there. So it's been really fun for me. And it's really cool to feel strong. I'm like, I can like lift heavy shit. This is kind of badass. It's awesome. I know how good that is for us and our hormones and our metabolism. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So that and then I just get into the work day and like my work day is like, I try to be as efficient as I can. I'm not someone who's good at task switching. So I try to do the same sort of thing for the entirety of my day. So for example, like today is we're doing two hours of podcasting. So I've layered like as many meetings as I can for the rest of the day, basically, so that I'm focusing on like speaking to people versus having to go home and do this like deep strategy work where I have to do it on my own or whatever it is. So I think like that is also like really, really important because it helps me optimize how I'm running my day. That's such a good tip. I've never heard it put that way. Task switching. Yeah. Now that I'm hearing you talk about it, I am not good at task switching either. No. I have like my writing days where I am like in solitude. Yes. And then I have days like this in which I could never, I'm sorry, I just could never like get into the headspace to be working on my book or fiction or all these other like things that I'm so into. This is a social day. Yeah. A hundred percent. Wait, tell me about your book. I know this is your podcast, but like I have to like, I'm just going to put it out there and ask you. No, please. I love that question. So I'm working on two books right now. Two? Yes. Look at you go, Jordan. That's my Mars and Gemini. We know Gemini is like the dual sign and there's just a lot going on there in the planet of of 
action, Uh Mars. And also there's, yeah, I could say Mars is in Gemini for the next seven months. So I'm like harnessing this energy. But these books have been on the forefront for a long time. Mm -hmm. One of them is a healing memoir. It's also very self-help oriented. So it's like Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life, but the modern day version. And it's all about my story. And I believe that's my life's mission. Mm -hmm. I believe other than my family and the people in my life, Uh that's why I survived my near-death experience. And that's why I'm still here. Truly believe that. So that book is so important to me. And then fiction, which is kind of, that's where my heart and my soul is. And that's what I was doing before I started my blog. I was in grad school, getting a master's in creative writing for fiction. So a lot of people don't know that about me. I then left the program because my blog was taking off. Mm -hmm. But I miss that side of me. When I was five years old, I was writing like 95 page handwritten stories. So this is just kind of a part of my soul and it's tapping into the inner child and it's very healing. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's impossible to do that sort of work though on a day like this. No, totally. This is like my out and about day. I'm going to stay out in this area until I meet my family for dinner at Crossroads later. How is it? I really want to go. You would love it. We should go. That's yes. maybe where we should do a double date yes, soon. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it's a yes. vegan restaurant, West Hollywood, mm-hmm. part of by it, Travis I pass Barker. it all the time. It's like right down the street yeah, from me. Yeah, you would love it. I'm obsessed. So I want to ask you before we get off, a couple mm-hmm. rapid fires that I ask everyone Ooh, who comes on. love it. Let's do it. So your big three in astrology, which we now know. Leo, Sun, Taurus, Moon. Mm-hmm. Cancer rising. Exactly. <laughs> Deep dive on your podcast, which was so fun. Your human design reminder. Projector. Us. Projector, of yes. course. Do you know your profile, the numbers? Three five. Oh, you're a three five mm-hmm. projector. Yeah. And of course you're a projector because so many of my favorite people are. Jenna did like them. I mean, you connected us and I'm always going to be grateful to you. You know, we did like a whole human design reading for my whole team. No, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. So- With Jenna? with or, someone on her team. Okay, okay, yeah. So she connected me to uh-huh. the girl on her team. But I got so into it, obviously, like, shoved it down everyone on my team. So I'm like, you guys have to know, like, it is amazing. I think <laughs> everybody should operate. I mean, if you're running a business and you don't know your coworkers and colleagues' human designs, what are you doing? Like, right? you have to know. Yeah, and so we did, like, a team social, what was it, like, two weeks, or last week, I think it was, And someone from Jenna's team did a reading on everyone. We had our charts. Like she told us how to, like how people make decisions, like the length of time, who you need to go to if you need to get something done right away. It was like how to optimize all kinds of things. It was so fascinating. Yes, the strategy in human design is incredible. For example, as a projector, it's probably changed your life to know that projectors are supposed to wait to be invited. And when you're invited, like magic will happen. But if you try to invite yourself into a situation by pitching cold to someone Mm -hmm. who has no idea who you are, it's just not a projector strategy. No, no. And something else I realized is, you know how we were talking about how you, you, you were saying that like, I feel like you have this gift to know what people are supposed to do or like what they're good at. And that's like a projector vibe, you know, that like you kind of are able to see like where people are supposed like what they're supposed to do almost this like macro view yes you guys are looking down from a bird's eye view exactly and you are the wise ones and what is the meaning of life oh my god I love this question to be happy I think that's our soul's purpose in whatever way that is like just to find our happiness and find joy every single day as I was saying earlier this idea that we're going to arrive at good timelands and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden one day everything's 
going to be perfect. It's not how it is. And by the way, it's so interesting. I was speaking and now I'm going off on a tangent, not rapid fire, but I have to share this because I was speaking to a founder who sold his company for a ton of money. Okay. Like hundreds of millions of dollars. This would be like anyone's dream, Mm -hmm. you know? And he was like telling us, he was like, you know, I I got to where I was supposed to go all these years and now I'm here and it's like I'm itching to do something and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so like we have whatever your goal is, right? Like you're going to exit your company for a bunch of money. You are, I don't know, like the next stage of your career, whatever that looks like. We think that when we get there, it's just going to be like happy days. And it's not like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need to find happiness and joy every single day of our lives. That's just why you're living. Yes. You know? Yes. That is so wise. So meaning of life is, ha- life is happiness. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I will to continue on the tangent for just a moment. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. One of my best friends sold his company for a huge amount of money. And to witness the process of kind of what's transpired since then, just in his life is interesting because we as humans were so separate from these huge business oriented goals and it's still it's amazing to be proud and that was still the goal and it's still great that that happened Mm -hmm. but there's so much that happens behind the scenes and it's it's our happiness and our joy and our well-being that we should really be concerned with and if we can learn that now before we have the thing that yeah. we're like obsessed with getting yeah then that's how it'll be drawn to us which is also the law of attraction yeah and also just to like expand on this a little bit that like we think that we're gonna get this thing okay and then it's it, this is it nirvana mm-hmm. okay that's actually not how the brain works right, right. like and, Right before you know you're going to get to a goal, you know you're getting there, okay? Mm -hmm. At that point, your brain already switches and you're on to the next. So if that's what you're going through and like is your happiness, you're never going to find it. You're always going to be chasing it, Mm -hmm. you know? Whereas if you find it on a daily basis, learning to love the place you're at in life and like even when things aren't exactly how you want them to be, like trusting the divine timing. This has been like a theme in my life for the last year. I'm like, trust the divine timing, whatever it is. It's just so much easier. Absolutely. It's so much nicer. It is. You love your life a lot more. Yes, that's the goal. I love it. You get it. You're wise. You're an old soul. I, I feel like I am. You yes. are. That's <laughs> one of the reasons why we see each other so deeply. Yes, we do. I have one final question yes. because it was just in my brain. Yes. What's Nish's human design? He's also a projector. Oh, oh, I remember that now. Yeah, you guys he's are also both projectors. A, but he's not a 3-5. He's like... Oh, I forget his profile, but yeah, he's like a projector and like, but like a different, a number. That makes total sense. Yeah. Because you guys are similar, but so different. Yeah. And our projector types, like everything else. So I'm like a mental projector Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's not like, I'm like, I think 2% of the population, that's what Jenna told me is like a mental projector. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah. And he's not. So like, we're very different types of projectors. Yeah. And our numbers were like everything outside of just the fact that we're projectors were different. Yeah. I know that's the interesting thing. It's similar to astrology. It's like two projectors could be wildly different. So that's a whole other podcast. But I'm obsessed with that. I feel like I need to have both you and Jenna on a podcast. And let's do a round table. Yes, we can do a deep dive. And she's also an astrology guru. She's just a well of knowledge. So we should do that. We would all have so much fun. Yes. I mean, you guys were meant to be best friends. And like, it's so nice that you guys learn from each other. Yes, I know. I feel so lucky. (laughs) This life is so cool. So it is is worth it to be human, even though I say I'm not from here. It's the connections, the people that make it so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And you teach them things. I feel like you teach everyone things with like every, like this whole Lyme journey that you've gone through and like you 
showing every part of that. I don't know, like everyone's seen your strength and I think it gives a lot of other people strength too. Thank you. That means so much. I, I love, love you. you so much. I love you. This was amazing. So fun. This was round two of many to come. So tune into Sifat's podcast to listen to us do her astrology chart and yes. tell everybody where they can find you. So my podcast is the Dream Bigger podcast. This is part two with Jordan for me as well. So go listen to part one as well. And you can find me personally at Sif Hyder on Instagram, all the social media platforms and Array at Array.co and Array.com. Yay, we love you so much. We love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.